Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay, hello everyone and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Lisa Bubari and is the founder of Heal Within. She's a speaker and a certified clinical hypnotherapist. And her journey into the field of hypnotherapy and alternative healing began when she was overwhelmed and under so much pressure and stress and took a path to discover how to be in tune with her body. Love that. Lisa, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mark. It's so good to be here with you. Thank you for being here. Can you expand a bit more on where are you today with your business and who is it that you love to work with? Uh, Good question. Where am I in my business? Well, after 22 years of uh, doing the work that I do, I've been a clinical hypnotherapist and then I expanded or added my certification, became stress management, anger management consultant, action coach. And for 15 years, I also did massage. And today, uh, I also have a domestic abuse certification. So today, I am seeing clients one-on-one, high achievers who come to me and um, putting together a collaborative book. We're going into publishing plus my ninth annual event, Empowering Women, is coming together with speakers. That's uh, absolutely amazing. That's where I am today. I think I have evolved from one-on-one small office to another mm-hmm. office in a bigger, but uh, it's elevating the self. Nice. This evolution is, is kind of huge, especially when it's it helps the person your people. And I guess you, you yourself, you've evolved as a, as a human being over this time. What's it been like for you as you've hit these different modalities and, and different businesses and you've grown during that time? Well, 25 years ago, I overcame, well, I had a ovarian cyst that I was supposed to have Uh, surgery for the third time Uh, I had already had two surgeries and uh, I was uh, sent to an acupuncturist and he in turn told me about hypnosis and the power of hypnosis gave me an article saying this is how it's going to help you and in within a year and a half after my schooling and everything I went to hypnotherapy school I Mm. changed instead of becoming an assistant I was an assistant to attorney instead of becoming an attorney, I changed my entire life. And this is the work that I've been doing. So it's peeling away 
emotional, mental. Um, habits and behaviors that no longer suit us. It's no longer necessary. And yet we don't recognize this because it is in such deep level of the subconscious. So my body was creating that in order to safeguard me and protect me from something else. And understanding that part is, is where the mind-body connection and listening to our body talk has come about. And that's how I have evolved doing the work that I do. Hmm. So when your clients come to you, what is it that they traditionally are, are asking for help for? Is it, are they just looking they're in for- pain. They're in emotional pain. They're uh -huh. in mental anguish. They're overweight or having panic and anxieties and they can't sleep walking on eggshells. Hmm. Okay. That's that is the not, majority. That is not a good place to be. Um, what have they tried before they come to you? Because I know we were chatting offline and it feels like almost you, you're known or you feel like you're, you're the last resort for them, which is mm, such, yes. such a shame. So what have they tried before and why, why didn't that work? Why didn't what work? Whatever they may have tried. If, if you are. Because allow me to say this. Um, the work that I do, I have a book called Stand Up to Slim Down. It's for weight. It's mm -hmm. for weight loss. And yes, it's not about weight because those who uh, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight. I call it the yo-yo of the weight. So it's great. You can do the diet. You can do the exercises. You can do the lap band surgeries. You can do everything and lose the weight. And then a few months later, within a year or two, you gain it again. Mm. It's not about the eating. It's not what you eat. It's what's eating at you. Ooh. So what we do is peel away the, the surface getting to know what you what's weighing you down emotionally what's weighing you down physically why mm. do you hold on why does the body bring on what i call it safeguarding and protecting you because it's great everybody wants to lose the weight but what I work with is the self-esteem. We may have the confidence to go out and do a lot of things and then come back in and backlash and feel and become so harsh on ourselves and everything. It's like, did I do it? All that negative talk and negative emotional baggage that we hold on to, carry mm -hmm. within us is peel away that and the weight comes off. But first, you have to feel good about yourself. That's why I have my method called the 3E method, which is evoking what was. Shed a light. You don't have to dig, but shed a light. Understand where you are. So that's why it's a last resort because of the deeper work into the subconscious, which is our pattern and the blueprint of what we are. So we can lose weight. I had a client just a few months ago who had done um, gastro bypass, and then five years prior to that, lap band surgery gained the weight this time far greater. And it's, I don't eat, I do exercises, I do the walk, I've done the surgeries. Again, I gained the weight. Why? 
because of that person being in a relationship, because of the abusive relationship, the body is protecting. If I am overweight, I am not desirable. And that's the pattern that it was uh, recorded mm. and has been going on for so long. And yet they desire something different. So deep down. There's I mean, the tug of war of the conscious and the subconscious. Yeah, I want to pause into more generics yeah. of business environments because um, without taking distraction from, from the work that you do, that playing it safe, we can see that so much with how do we play it safe? Where do we not show up? Where do we not do the thing we need to do? Because that subconscious, if I do this, I mean, it's the, the fear of, fear of success. If I do this and actually succeed, oh my gosh, what's going to come from that? What will I lose? What will happen? Mark, you said it. It's the fear of success because if I become successful, who am I overshadowing? Who am I leaving? Somebody else, I can't leave them. It can be family. It can be husband. It can be children. If I become successful, I have to be thriving. So how do you help your clients to understand and work through that and see that you know i had to understand the same thing about my own self um it's recognizing we have to be aligned to who we are to work with the client. And as we evolve, our clients change. Mm -hmm. As we become successful, our clientele change, our environment changes, our friends change. So how do we do it? Is by doing the work that you do, is peeling away and helping clarify where we want to go and our mm. own our own self-limiting obstacles and this comes back into the the identity i truly believe we're always in we're always in the middle of a transition we're always between selves if you want to call it that as we grow as we evolve as we change so that identity piece that you're talking about yeah the clarity comes in who who the version of me that got me to this level won't get me to the next. Who is that version? What are their beliefs, promises, stories, behaviors, patterns, all the things that you were listing earlier? This is where it comes into, you know, not, yeah, from a business owner, from a leader, from just a human being in relationships, this identity, who do you want to be? So let's tap on that clarity. Okay. Who Maybe do I we, want to be? I want to be a global speaker and be on different stages and platforms so I can empower other women to recognize where they are and help their children not to repeat their pattern. Mm. So that is the identity, the persona, the impact that you that you know you want to have. Yes. And I'm going to come back every single time. And don't forget, you're on the Get Yourself show. So that is all great. There's your mission. That's the impact you want to have externally. We right. have to consider. Come back in. What is it that you want for yourself? It may seem like a selfish question, but it's not. We put these worlds together. 
So not distracting from your goal, the impact. What do you want? I want to travel and speak. What do I want? I want to make the impact. The same way as here's, here's, that's a great question. Because in my chapter of what I wrote in my book is it's about love. It's about grace. It's about courage. So how do I love more? How do I become more graceful and how I become more courageous for myself? Because when I say the word love, grace, Mm -hmm. and courage, I I am reminded of that little three-year-old girl who would literally jump into the swimming pool, into the deep end while my mom was having a heart attack. And I'm like, watch me swim. And it's like, okay, you can be afraid, but you sit there because I want to swim in the deep waters. And that's exactly what I want to do. I want to swim in the deep waters. And frankly, you just enlighten me because there is nothing holding me back to swimming on the shallow part. And that's what I've been doing. So before our 20-minute conversation, you were you didn't recognize that you were sitting, you, you were sitting in the shallow end. You didn't quite know, didn't quite see. Crumbs, that's, that's kind of beautiful. So what, what do you, what do you feel now? What, what do you see? Where's, where's this, where is this clarity? You know, swimming in the shallow means constantly knowing that your feet touch the bottom of the swimming pool. Mm. And yet I was thrown to learn how to swim in the ocean, in the Caspian Sea. And you can't touch the bottom. You just have to trust. So the trust is your is your fake bottom. It is that it is the level that keeps you safe. The trust, the faith, the belief, the desire. Yes, that's the that's the vehicle. That's the what you know you have, but maybe you didn't realize. Okay, let's keep going with the swimming analogy. I love analogies. It's your armbands. Your what, what do you call them in America? Um, your floaties. Oh, okay. <laughs> those, those things that keep you. Yeah, putting up. the tubes on and realizing I have to take it off because I know how to swim. Yeah, or no, or realize that they're there all the time. They're invisible. The faith, the belief, it's going to keep yeah. me afloat. Keep going. It's kind of beautiful. So, you want to travel. You want to speak. You are so, so selfish because the fulfillment that you get from helping other people, oh my gosh. I know, about. right? <laughs> and that's what I love about this. We can poke fun because it's so, so selfish. It's purely for your own achievement. I feel good. Great. The impact you're going to have is going to fill you up because that's one of your primary drivers, it sounds like. So... What are the next steps with this class? I know we're just riffing now. We're just, we're in uncharted territory. We're out in the waters now. What crumbs? What are the next steps for you to achieve that? The travel, the speaking and the impact. Well, I'm already started doing um, by putting the event together. And my next one is doing retreats and doesn't have to be local. It can be anywhere. 
and I can travel to the retreats and do it for others. I constantly had this notion that it has to be the brick and mortar right here, and it doesn't. And so you just created a whole different clarity. Instead of bringing people, I can go to others. So all we, all we do here is like sort of push down the walls, push down these barriers, these 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 beliefs, whatever it might be. Yeah. Okay. You're fully international. Your impact just multiplied. Exactly. Now let's let's go full circle this interview. Scary. Safety. Now it's e. What might happen there? What are the risks with this? But also what are the opportunities? So maybe that's the next sort of phase for you. You'll hit these risks, hit this, hit the threat as well as the opportunity. Are you looking forward to that? Yes. As you're there nodding away. Yes, absolutely. Love that. Yeah. So how do we how do we tie a bow in this episode? Because it's kind of beautiful to hear you talk about, about this and with your business. And obviously it's been a huge transition for you. And you've come through and helped so many people in this in this modality. So what is it that you see that could be so powerful about having this international reach? about being able to do more travel what's that going to what's that going to afford you how is that going to empower you or bring more skills or modalities to what you already have well it's it's a freedom it's a freedom that as the work that i do when uh, as one of my clients said you're so good and my father used to say the same thing. You're so good. You hone in and you fix it and help them, give them the tools and the techniques that after a few weeks, they no longer need you. And this constant expectation that they need to find me to come and given this clarity that I don't have to sit and wait for them to come, but I am available to go to places and mm. make an impact at their places on a bigger scale with in bigger groups that I am invited instead of constantly inviting in is just, although I knew it, it wasn't as clear. And now it is. And now it is. It's that, a sense of freedom. It's like, wow, I can swim in the ocean. I don't have to be in the swimming pool. Do you find it's a moment that allowing, allowing yourself to receive more, allowing what you can receive from new different places at a different scale? It is allowing it's allowing with clarity. That's what it is. You know, you. it's one thing to dream about. Mm. It's like the same as my client saying, but the, I want to lose the weight and helping them the clarity. This is why you've been keeping the weight. What we just did, what you helped me see is the clarity is like, okay, you've been holding on to this concept. That was your dream. But what is what is the invisible tube I've been holding onto? And I can now just let it go and say, oh, I can just 
go surfing. Yeah, um, and that that thing that one word that you used a few minutes ago, the the being invited, rather yes. than trying to to get the invites, there's something so beautiful about being being invited in. And as a as a as a splitting projector in the human design, I know I need to be invited in to be able to guide, help, coach, change. The invitation is super critical. Without the invitation, it's not welcomed. It's not wanted. So there's a beautiful kind of nuance with the invitation of what that what that means and what that allows. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> I love the word. It's uh, you know, you just hit on something because it's like often saying they know me, they know I speak, they know I do all this. And why is it that I'm not invited is mm -hmm. because I haven't either asked or allowed. And now I can just sit back and allow the invitations to come. You haven't asked or allowed. Those are two very separate things. We can, I think we can merge these together to ask and allow. They know what you do. Okay, everyone listening, let's play along here. Everyone knows what you do. And yet you see other people succeeding. Other people doing way better than you because we're judging ourselves and comparing ourselves. Bad business owner, but we do that. That's human nature. Correct. They know what I do, but they're not, it's not cascading towards me. What up with that? Ask and allow. Are you asking? Assuming that they know. Assuming that I've, I've tried once. I'm not going to be the one to chase them. There are all these, these, these beliefs, thoughts, promises, barriers. Ask and allow. It's okay to ask. It's not okay to force. It's okay to ask. And then to really allow, create the space and to allow it in. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. Is this, is this good? Is this helping? It is. It's very much helping. It's, um, oh my God, I, I love analogies, as you were saying. I love taking this, you know, when you set the tubes, when you even showed it, it's what we hold on to. Mm. It, it's still on our arm it's like okay you know it's heavy even though it's invisible it's the heaviness because i work on analogies all the time yeah. and this is training this the tubes are for trainers the beginners not the savvy swimmer mm. yes could you think of any it's Olympic like a athletes? tricycle instead of a bicycle Olympic. Let's let's stick with the 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 um the swimming Olympic athletes. If they have armbands on or floaters or whatever you call them, they're going to swim slower. Yes, these are things they're trained. They help us. These things that keep us where we are, our safety mechanisms, keeping ourselves small and safe. That's what happens so much with with us entrepreneurs. We find ourselves. Oh crumbs! I'm not doing this thing. Writing the email, making the offer, allowing him. I'm trying to keep myself small and safe. I didn't realize at the time. There's some awareness. 
and swimming in the shallows and wondering why is everybody hitting the mark? Because it's big and scary. Because it's big and scary. And what if? What if? There is no what if. There's always what if, and that's the problem. What if? What if it doesn't work? What if it does work and I lose people? What if? What if? What if? What if? We what if all the way through? Do I still do this? You betcha. And I catch myself. Katie catches me. There's what ifs. It's natural because as we evolve, we hit a new what if. As we evolve again, this is why the identity. We're always in transition, right? Crumbs, Lisa, we 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 can go for hours on this. This is so much fun. But look, thank you so much for for playing along for 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 sharing so much and for yeah being open and processing and and finding that clarity this has been beautiful to hear thank you so much for sharing yeah and you know what you just i had a meeting this morning and she has been a beautiful soul a friend for the longest time and uh, when I was talking about the book, because everything about the book has come into a fruition in the last five months. And she's like, you're such a go-getter. You aimed it. You have went after it. You're going to make it happen. And people go after it for years and years. And here you do it so fast because when you do it, and I'm like, I do. I don't even see it because we're inside it. And not realizing what people see from the outside is completely different than from the inside, which for me, it's like, this has been for years in my head and bringing all this together is like pulling teeth and all they see is the five months of you just made it happen. So thank you for the clarity of taking these trainer things off. You're welcome. Yeah. So, so you know what? That's exactly what we started. I helped them drop the weight of the emotional baggage. Uh, it's what's weighing them on. And I didn't realize it's what I put on that has been weighing me on. That's beautifully put. If we can look at what, where's your skill set? What do you coach? What do you teach? How do you help people? Normally, there is something, maybe a different level. There is something that is, what do you need? What's the lesson for you? Where are you asking for help? Or what can't you see? Just to pause. And sometimes it just takes a 20-minute podcast interview with Mark. Oh, my gosh. But to sit in that is kind of beautiful. Lisa, thank you so, so much for being here. Look, if people want to find out more about, about you and the amazing work that you do, where can they find you? healwithin.com there we go or I look forward to connecting and I thank you so much Mark thank you for shedding a light and helping me with my own clarity you are so welcome thank you Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how 
our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.